There's got to be an explanation to all these UFO sightings, right? Hey, it's Stephen Diener, host of the Unidentified Alien Podcast. And whether you're new to the conversation or have been looking into it for years, you need to check out the fastest growing alien show out there, the Unidentified Alien Podcast, or UAP for short. There's a crazy amount of alien encounter stories out there from all over the world. And the beauty of it is that I bring them all to you and let you decide what you believe. Download and subscribe to UAP on any of the major podcasting platforms. And you can also find it on UAPpodcast.com. Hi, everybody. This is Adriana Trajani. I'm the host of You Are What You Read. I have the privilege of interviewing luminaries of our times about the books that shaped them from childhood until now. We get everybody from Sarah Jessica Parker to Kristen Hanna, Mitch Albom, Susie Essman, Craig Ferguson, Rain Wilson, Amor Tolls, you name it, they come, they share. New episodes of You Are What You Read drop every Tuesday on Apple, Spotify, or any major streaming platform wherever you listen to your podcasts. We're having a good time, but we teased right before this hour. We got to get to some news we're a little devastated about. What oh, are we going to talk I about? I just, Lori, I don't know if you have it about the Eagle Street Grill. Oh, no. Do you know that? Oh, no. Grant knew that I would be heartbroken and sent it to me last night oh, that they're closing. I saw that. So this is the Eagle Street Girl where we always hang out and a lot of people do before concerts and wild games. And it's right across the street from the Excel Center. Beautiful location. And um, it opened in March of 2003. The building owners, which is a trust headed by Sandra Iverson, decided not to renew the lease. Um oh. For the Madison Restaurant Group, which owns Eagle Street, it's her. And and here's what the owner said: Jim of Eagle Street said it's her building. She can do what she wants with it. We've always made our payments on time, even through COVID, and have a and have been a good tenant. We've taken care of the building. It's unfortunate for the managers' employees that are going to lose their jobs over something that really makes no sense at this point. And then Iverson. I'll tell you what it is. She's They're sell- probably selling it. And b- there's probably going to be some big- horrible high rate. Exactly You're exactly right. It. Yep. And put in another stupid thing there. That- and they've done so many of those around there yep. lately with the hardware store across from Cassettas. Yep. I mean, what used to be this beautiful, cool Main Street right next to XL. Yep was awesome and now they've turned it into like every other you know west end or downtown yep. or or the or, or the know. university of minnesota it's just yes they're they're you're right they're probably going to tear probably it down be the same apartment super complexes that are built everywhere and no trees and the building will go right out to the curb exactly Hopefully they'll put be, another okay here's our new jobs Lori. I, as you age certain things become more important to you in your community you know <laughs> yes nothing don't you think i think this it, it, things change. We want trees. I learned this the hard way. Yes, we want green <laughs> space. The potholes you would die, oh, oh. Lori. There, we've never had it like this. There's a guy on TikTok. Sorry to interrupt this. Uh-huh. That went around and all over the like found the deepest tick. Deepest, deepest potholes in Minneapolis with a, and all he did was did a minute long video and took a, oh. you know, a, a little tape measure. And you're talking five, six inches deep by two, three feet wide. These will crush your car. You just have to drive slow. And St. Paul was where he primarily was. I mm-hmm. guess it's really bad. It's horrible. I it feel is. for people. But yeah. again, the weather has hot, cold, rain, snow. Plow, 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 Freeze, plow. freeze, salt, salt, you mm-hmm. know, and it's been hard on yeah, the weather. Yeah, yeah. But anyway, okay, so you, I I read some good books, but we're having the author on, so I'm not going to tell you about them. And you don't know these books, though, I don't think, Laura. But I tell don't, me I about, don't even think I have You don't have them. I couldn't give them to you because there weren't enough. 
Who are you talking to this week? Um, well, not till or after next week. next week. I've got two on. We've got um, okay. a former CIA agent, a female agent, who's written Ooh. this really cool um, story about when the world ran out of oil oh, and wow. how everyone was just going after new energy Colleen sources. Colleen Oakley? Is yes. That Colleen Oakley? Yes. Yeah. No, I think that's the Tanner one. Oh, yes, that is the Tanner. Yep, sorry. Yeah. No, this is the second one. And the Tanner, the Tanner and something, something. Syndicate Spy. Syndicate Spy. It's so good. I'll save you my copy. And then the Tanner, it's kind of a Thelma and Louise book is the other one with a a woman in her uh, late 70s, early 80s and a young uh, woman in college. So it's kind of fun. It's a fun, different book. Mostly true story of Tanner and Louise. Yeah. Yeah. That one looks fun. So those are mine. All right. What are you reading? Well, I read this weekend. Do you remember when we had Linwood Barclay yes, on? Yes, yes. He wrote the elevator yes, pitch. Yes, and We've had him on a couple yes. times. He's a pretty prolific author. The elevator pitch was so good. A noise downstairs. Remember it, about the yes. typewriter? Oh, gosh, yes. He's a little Stephen King-ish, but not quite as spooky okay, or what's the supernatural. Okay, so this book that I read, it uh, is called Find You First. And it's about this millionaire, really more than a millionaire, but this guy who's invented all these apps, he has all this money. And he's recently been diagnosed. He's not married, has no kids, and he's recently been diagnosed with Huntington's disease. And his brother is married to a woman that he can't stand, but his brother works at his tech company and he finds out he has Huntington's and then he remembers that to get money for a new computer 25 years ago he was a prolific sperm donor so he want because Huntington's is 50 50 it. It, oh Julia it's bad it's like ALS and oh. Alzheimer's I mean oh, oh, oh. it's really okay. uh, really a bad Things okay. to, to know that you have and um and so anyway he's like i've got to find these kids and figure out a way so they can get tested but i want to leave them all my money because they're if they don't have money the care that they're going to need anyway there's this whole plot um at the sperm bank his brother's wife a hitman and finding these kids and they keep disappearing and being killed. Ooh, it's pretty good. Is it the brother who's killing him because he wants all the money? <laughs> well, you would think, but it's a deadly race against time. All right. And I'm not going to tell you that, but he, it was, uh, it was a very wildly inventive book and I quite enjoyed it. Okay. So it's called find you first. Okay. I like that one. Yeah. And then um, another book I could tell you about is The Perfect Stranger by Megan Miranda. And I read her other book called All the Missing Girls. Yes. And she kind of has similar covers for all of her books. Um, But this is also a mystery about um, two women, both of them having something to hide. They used to be roommates for like six months before one friend went off to the Peace Corps or did she and it takes in a a small town and there's a people disappear that have a connection to her friend who is that her real name there's a love story I know who she is yeah 
Megan Miranda. Yeah, yeah. So that was just a good, you know, cabin beach yes. read. Read it. Read it in a day. Got it. And um, yeah, I I liked it. It kind of was Jillian Flynnish, if you know. Oh what I mean. yeah, yeah. Gosh, we haven't. What the heck? We need her to write another good book. I I don't know why she, she dropped off the face anymore. of the earth. Gone Girl, the Cutting One, Sharper Image or Objects. Yeah. Sharper object. We haven't heard yeah, her. Yeah, I think she's a producer. Yeah, you're probably right. You're probably um, right. Anyway, so that's I'm Those gonna are, have a couple more books for you for you tomorrow. Okay. Um, so you're still just reading a book a day, pretty much. Well, it was over the weekend, so I was able to now that now I won't be reading that many books. Okay. You know. You know, it's the I start show prep. Oh, yeah. At six o'clock at night and six in the morning. Because <laughs> <laughs> really, you're getting ready for noon. <laughs> <laughs> One quick thing. Oh, no. I just. Oh, it's so funny the time difference. Okay, yeah, great. I just added these two new books to the current LoJ Book Club, Lori's Hawaii Book Club list that is on the Lori and Julia okay. show page. So all the books she talked about last week are on there. And then if you go to that same post, it says new as of Monday, March 20th, and it has Find You First and The Perfect Stranger linked up to Goodreads. So if you want to learn more about these books, that's all on the Lori and Julia show page great, right Grant. now. You're great. Thank you for doing that. Right, we got to take a quick break. And when we come back, we've got random thoughts. Hey, everybody. It's Lori and Julia for MSP Airport. And one of the things that uh, Julia and I firmly believe, and I think other people do, your trip starts as soon as you get through security at the airport. And that's why we like getting out there early. It's just stress-free. And another way of making it stress-free is if you're leaving your car at the airport, this is the busiest time this month of March. Um, so you can pre-book your parking so you have a guaranteed spot. You get a QR code to get in, to get out. You save $2 a day. You've got a lot of luggage. You can park at the quick ride ramp right off of Highway 5 and Post Road. It's so great, you get Lori. 24-7. Yes. Airports. You really, and again, it's so easy. You just go to mspairport.com and you put in your terminal you want to park at, the departure date, the return date. It's that easy. Go do it. Save yourself money and stress. But get to the airport on time or early, we mean. Julia's Random Thoughts. He looks like that puppet. I don't know. He's had cheeky implants. It's just random. That's all it is. Okay, so today is free ice cream cone day at Dairy Queen. Woo! So nice. it starts today. Go to your local Dairy Queen location and grab a small cone free of charge. It's 100% free as charge. That's great. 100% free. We love our Dairy Queen. And this is in honor of spring, right? It's in honor of spring. Grab a free cone Monday. That's awesome. So that's really great. Okay, so there's been a lot of hullabaloo lorry for our Twins fans. And Bailey Sports North and Sinclair and blah, blah, blah. But here's what's happened. For everyone should be happy is that Bailey Sports North announced that they will be televising because they have a big $8 billion um, loan Mm -hmm. that's due and they're having, they had to file chapter 11. Um, They're going to be um, broadcasting 153 of the games for the schedule of the twin season. And, um, Five of the games will be on Fox National. Okay. Three on Apple Plus and one on Peacock. Okay. And so all 162 games will be televised. And that's that's not not unnormal. The biggest issue right now was the bankruptcy and the fact that if you only have Directv and like one other software or system, the only way you can get Bally's. 
sports. So my question to you is, and I know there's not a follow-ups, are they going to be giving it to like Dish Network, to all these other, to... Okay, that's really interesting. And I... And that's, that's what's causing a lot of this yes. is because they have limited all these other cable networks yes. and streaming networks, the ability to use their... Their, their 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 channel and in doing so they're not making contracts therefore they're not making any money to pay back the eight billion dollars so everybody around here unless you have one of two specific cable networks that's the only way you can watch comcast it comcast and direct tv pretty much that's about it unless you have some of the outskirts so i'm just curious the only way that they can fix this is if they start allowing these other cable networks and streaming services to use their service. All right, there you go. Well, TBD. That's the big question. TBD. That was a bigger question than I can even think of answering right now. Sorry, I, but that, I know there are a lot of fans that Rant. that pay attention to this, and that's their they want to know. So I'm just curious. I'll We're look gonna it up. follow up on that later. Yeah, I'll look it up. Okay, so I do. We do always do these things because inevitably all of us know someone's either been catfished or scammed in some way or gets close to it and then figures it out. But here's the latest and the horrible greatest AI artificial intelligence. So here's what they can do is scammers are using AI to enhance their family emergency schemes. So you get a call, there's a family emergency from your nephew, your grandson, someone, I need money right away, blah, blah, blah. But now what they can do is they can get voice cloning done. They'll go to your Instagram account or your TikTok account, and they'll hear you just say, hi, this is Lori and Julia, blah, blah, blah. And they, from that, can clone Julia and then make up a thing like, mom, I need money. you got to send it in my voice. It's beyond scary. So this is something I just tell your parents because they're the ones who I think are going to get scammed the most. But um, you can they can totally fake your voice and yes. pretend it's you. So here's what you need to do. If you are getting one of these emergency, emergency calls, I just got hit in a car accident, I need money immediately. I've just been arrested, I, just, I need bail. Right. Mm-hmm. Someone Something, just stole my wallet. Right. And I, I can't call my mom. I got to call you, Grandma, because my mom will be so mad at me. Mm-hmm. You know, yes. you think of all the things that you naturally would do yeah. if you got in trouble or something. Um, call back the person who contacted you on their number to verify the story. There you go. Say, you know what? I'd love to help you. Let me just uh, hang up and I'll call you right back. Yep. Call the so person they're call talking. Call the person they're talking about. Mm-hmm. And then use the phone number, of course, that you know is theirs instead of the person might say, I'm in jail right now. Can you call me at this number? Yeah, no. Yeah. Call them on their phone. Their actual cell number. And then they're also going to ask you to send money in ways that make it hard for you to get your money back. So if they Western say wire yes. your money, send cryptocurrency or buying them gift cards. With the PIN numbers. Mm-hmm. And then, of course, report it. I'm Bradley Trainer, And I'm Don McClain. We have a podcast called Blinded by the Item. A blind item is gossip about a celebrity with their name left out. It's a guessing game. And you can play along. The item might be like, this A-list star carries a Birkin bag worth more than the average person's house to the gym to work out. Pretty sure that's J-Lo. And P.S. The person behind all of this is Chris Jenner, LLC. We drop a new episode every weekday so the fun never ends. Blinded by the Item. Listen wherever you get podcasts and watch us on the Blinded by the Item YouTube channel. But AI is something. So now it could be me calling you, Lori. Yep. Oh, my gosh. This is from the Federal Trade Commission. Yep. And this, if you want to report it, go to fraud 
www.ftc.gov. That is where you need to report these fraud.ftc.gov. This is straight from the Federal Trade Commission. This is just not a bunch of people talking. This is a big deal. This is just not a lot of talk. Well, you know, this one this one came out right from them, so it's scary. Now that they and did anybody see Megan? And by the way, anybody ever see that movie Megan with the doll? Did you guys ever get a chance no, to see it? But I, I want to. I watched it this weekend. This is exactly how she tricks people. She learns their voices, and oh. she can speak the voice of whoever person she wants to and hide behind a corner and say, hey, come over here. And then it ain't that person. So after I saw this story and I saw that movie, I was like, oh. 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 Yeah. Okay, so some of us were fans of the Teletubbies. Big fans of it. My kids were. I love the voices. It was just something easy. You didn't have to think. And they didn't think because they were so young. Really, and it was just like, huh, you know, they just laugh. <laughs> so anyway, so a fashion expert um, has made neon green knee-high boots, Lori, that look like uh, Dipsy, <laughs> which was the green Teletubby. And yes. um, they're on, uh, they're posted on the Lori and Julia show page if you want to go peek at them, Lori. So they're for 25 25- People are saying this is the best collection collab ever. Paris Hilton was among those salivating over the collection with fashionista writing need. Um, So anyway, it's kind of funny. It's kind of funny. If you want to get your own teletubby. If you have a lot of extra money just sitting around uh, and you need something. Uh, Paris Hilton also let us know she was on Watch What Happens Live. I bet you watched this, Lori. That mm-hmm. um, she is obsessed with brand names when it comes to her child. And she yeah. just got the same Dior um, buggy stroller as Cardi B. I thought that was very funny that she is so rich and she's still obsessed with designer names and everything. Oh. It's just the bomb, in case you care. Mm-hmm. In case you care. Today's National Proposal Day. If anyone wants to propose... Yeah. All right. a good way to start. On a Monday. <laughs> I, it's got to be memorable, though. That'll be an interesting day. And if you, I asked you what you thought the most polite state was, what state would you think? Oh, um, I don't know. Maybe, maybe Minnesota? Vermont. Vermont. Vermont was in second. Ah. This is a weird one. Montana. Really? Yeah. They're so far apart from each other. They, when yeah. they do interact, it's kind I think of nice they were polite until everyone moved there from California <laughs> and New York. True. Right. I think the politeness has changed with the traffic. True. But it's Montana <laughs> and then Vermont and then Alabama, Minnesota, Delaware, and the least, 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 least polite people California, New York. California. Oh, really? California? California? Well, the thing about California is they won't give you the time of day, but I feel like Philly, Boston, New York, they'll tell you if you're being an (laughs) a-hole. They didn't even make it. Wow. No. Wow. There you go. All right. When we come back, oh my gosh, we've had a change at the helm. TB discussed, and I think we're very excited. We'll be right back. It's Lori and Julia, my talk. Thanks for hanging out with us. So, uh, Grant and Julia, you guys had uh, St. Patrick's Day off and on Thursday or I guess Friday morning we found out the news that um, the incredible Lance Reddick had passed away the actor only 60 years old he was supposed to show up at the um, John Wick 4 premiere in New York City and he wasn't there and 
He died of natural causes. Julia, this is Captain Irvin, Irving mm-hmm. from Bosch. Yep. Oh, yes. I saw yeah. that. How did he? He was in The Wire. The Wire. He's in John Wick. He Lost. was in French. He's, yeah. How did Lost. he die? Amazing actor. Mm-hmm. 60 years old. What happened, Lori? Um, I'm thinking, you know, he had like a heart attack, you know, Widowmaker heart attack. Right. There was, he'd just done an Instagram the day before, all excited about the John Wick premiere. Oh, and, really? Um, yeah, he's a big part of that an, franchise. Yeah, just an outpouring online of uh, people in Hollywood just saying what a great guy he was. He did this funny thing with his dogs and... He he was an active, you know, social media person, but he was such an intense actor. Yes, he was. Yes. I can't believe he's I I was looking at him and I'm like, how do I know him? How do I know him? Yeah. Of course, Bosch. Yeah, Bosch, Bosch. yep. Oh no. Bosch, the wire. Like I you mean, said, so he, many shows. He was stoic in all of his roles. Like he was that guy that you never. You, if you wanted a character that could come in and deliver a message yeah. without any question, because he never showed emotion. You know, he was just so stoic in everything he did. Uh, he was. Mm-hmm. I mean, back to all the way to Lost when he played minor roles and confusing the hell out of everybody who was watching it. But he was. He was, and only sixty. Oh, so young. Only sixty. So. Oh, that's too yeah. bad. I know. I really, I really just like he was made everything better. Every show that he was in, his character was just always mm, so great good. actor. Anyway, um, some other TV things. Joy, you had talked about watching that first episode of Ted Lasso, and you're like, "Why is he so glum?" Yep. That was the internet's question mm-hmm. all weekend. It it really it you know it's interesting because they're all at the White House today. Ted Lasso crew is mm-hmm. at the White House today talking about mental health, um, which they talk about because he has anxiety and panic attacks on the show. I was so disappointed, and there were three different storylines, and they were all glum. And I'm like, yeah. what are we doing here? And and the first year was so uplifting and joyful, and the second year was still great and had a couple of moments that you thought everyone took acid in the writing staff and just did these mushroom trips. I mean, it was two weird ones. But this one, I was just like, oh, come on. It's the last year. You know, mm-hmm. don't be so heavy. Yeah. So I, I don't know what's going on. Ten got heavy. Were in, they were in agreement with you. Oh, they okay. were feeling it was also glum and morose. Yes. And then... You know, something big happened at the end. I'm like, eh, I don't like me. No, like you, I, you don't like um, I don't like uh, some other uh, news. Um, this show debuted on Amazon called Swarm. OK, Did, do you know about it, Grant? No, no. Swarm. What? Tell me about it. So it debuted on Amazon on Friday night and Swarm. I, I'm thinking it's about like a is it a bunch of bees? I don't right. know. But apparently Rory Culkin's penis was shown pressing against a glass bowl of strawberries <laughs> and people will never feel the same way about strawberries again but i don't know if either of you had watched it no, I but really i want only grant okay would be the no one i saw it. that headline so it's created by donald glover oh donald glover that's and he's the rapper yes and it's uh it's a new Atlanta. psychological yeah from thriller. Atlanta. yes um an obsessed Houston-based fan goes to increasingly violent lengths for her favorite R&B stars. So swarming the star. Mm. Mm-hmm. Um, 
And it, oh, good. I'm glad it's not about bees. Yeah. No, I wouldn't watch it if it was about bees. And they say Amazon Swarms is so close to being brilliant. All right. Really? Oh, dear. We're going to have to watch that, you guys. Yeah, I'm, I'm adding it to the list. It looks really good. Nice. Oh, new show swarms, but okay, I, yeah, Macaulay, P- Macaulay Culkin. That's a unique perspective. No, there. Rory. Rory, Rory, oh Rory, Rory. his younger brother, even. Hey, oh, yeah, right, Rory. All right, yeah. good for you. And well, then the other show that's getting very buzzed, and I don't know if you guys had a chance to watch it, but Boston Strangler debuted on Hulu. No, with Kira Knightley and Carrie Coons, and they play. The two female reporters at what's now the Boston Herald, okay, who felt that there was a serial killer in Boston, came up with the name the Boston Strangler. But it's basically about their their story of these two journalists, you know, trying to get people to pay attention to all these young women that were just being murdered right yeah. and left. And yeah. apparently, it's very good. And of course, Carrie Coons is she's always uh, in. She makes everything great, you know. Um, she oh, was in her that voice. last season of Fargo. Uh, and, her voice. And Kira Knightley, we haven't seen her in I anything for a while. I love her. This sounds it's in called it, Boston Strangler. And it's on Hulu? Hulu? Okay. Yeah. Mm-hmm. All right, I can watch that. All right, should we, are we going to talk? Dancing with the Stars? We've got the replacement. Oh, okay, please. so Tyra Banks. Uh, left. She's really she's left Dancing with the Stars as the host host because she's really focused on busy business, like crazy, crazy, crazy focused on business. <laughs> Smize. Yeah. She had a three year contract, Julia. Yeah, it was thank done. you. Smize mm-hmm. and Dreams is global. <laughs> um, so I feel it's time for me to really focus on my business and entrepreneurship, and also producing more TV from behind the scenes. Mm-hmm. She said, "I think mm-hmm. it's time for it's time to graduate." This is the slam. It's time to graduate from the dance floor to the stock market floor. Oh, God. Smize. And the, the dream is her ice cream. You know. <laughs> so Juliana Huff is going to be replacing her as the co-host. I like with, this. With, with Alfonso? With Alfonso yep. Ribeiro. Yeah. And you're going to have Derek, Carriana Naba, Bruno Tonoli. They're all coming back as judges. Glenn, Len Goodman will not be coming back this year. He said he was already retiring right so they don't say where it's going to premiere but they do say in this story hollywood life has reached out to disney plus for additional comments oh so they're probably sticking they gotta move it back to abc they really do i think if they moved it back people would really like it i think so too um there is a story in my national Enquirer about tyra and dancing with the stars oh tell us yeah what they have okay tell us a dancing with the stars insider blabbed to us do you like that i I love the blabbing i like the (laughs) this is journalism (laughs) yeah tyra annoyed audiences and co-workers by making the show all about her other moles whispered to us the tv terror's super diva reputation has forced her into less lofty gigs on streaming services instead of major networks. She has suffered a lot of backslash, backlash due to this whole Dancing with the Stars uh, behavior and the toxic fumes that were wafting from the show, end quote. Well, they were. It was all about they her. Were. She it pranced out in an outfit that took 10 minutes for her to get from the stage to the judges. And it's yeah. like, let's not have it be about me. Let's have it be about the contestants. 
exactly. Well, um, um, yes. Okay, the other show I just wanted to tell you that I, we knew that this was happening, but um, Jodie Foster is getting paid a million dollars to star in this next iteration of True Detective. Yes. For the four seasons. Uh, for the four season, And this season is currently filming in Iceland. And it is, I guess, dark and grisly material. It features graphic child abuse crimes and will be marketed as a bookend to her career defining work in the 1991 the silence of the lamb she would she's been offered a million dark crime stories over the last 30 years and she's never felt like she found the right prestige product or project and um so they are racing to finish these episodes and have true detective be on the air by like fall of 2023. Oh, okay. They're saying that it's set in Ennis, Alaska, not Iceland, where they're filming, and that the detectives are called in after eight workers vanish with no signs of their whereabouts. Yeah, it's Ooh. called True Detective Night Country. Yeah, and they're filming in Iceland, but I guess yeah. it's filling in for Alaska. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Oh, dear. Mm-hmm. And Succession comes back on HBO this Sunday, the 26th. And according to the guy that had was the dentist on The Hangover, whose name I know you both know. Oh, I don't offhand, but good call. Oh, he was so funny. Lori, what's his name? He was in Ferris oh. Bueller's Day Off. No, he wasn't. Yeah, yeah wasn't he? No. All right. No. All right. I'll get it in a second. He, All was, right. he, was, he, was, on, uh, he was on The Office. Uh, yes. It's Ed Helms. Ed Helms. Ed he Helms. was on today... On some show, and he just said, "This is the best ever." And the gal who plays the the sister, mm-hmm. she was doing the table read. You know, their last table read for their last episode in season four. Her name is yeah. Sarah Snook, and she did not know that this was their last episode. Oh God! Until they sat oh, down. Sarah Snook didn't yeah, know until they sat down at the reading. Oh. She was forced to do a little method acting in the season finale (laughs) because she did not know she was ambushed that the show would be ending Mm. when she read it. She said there were rumblings, but she had no idea. She was so upset. She had a huge sense of loss and disappointment. It would have been nice to know at the beginning of the season. You know, you could prepare, get other jobs lined up, do other things. Can you imagine just sitting there and Mm. it's all over forever? Mm Mm-mm. (laughs) <laughs> sounds like a true thing that their dad would do to them mm-hmm. don't you think the kid's dad yeah. whatever his character brian cox character's name so anyway logan Murray. logan Murray. Mm-hmm. that's all we got um i've got a little hollywood speaking for you when we come back laurie um i hope you have stuff for me but there was one that I thought it was very interesting. We're going to take a quick break. We'll be right back. All right, Lori. Okay. What do you have for me? All right. Here's one I have for you. Okay. Um, could Jamie Foxx's meltdown derail Cameron Diaz's movie return? Apparently, you know, she retired from movies after 2014. And one of her last movies she did was Annie with Jamie Foxx. So it was he, her last movie. Yeah. Okay. Thank you. And he talked her into returning to do this movie for Netflix. So they have been filming, and it's called Back in Action. It's an action comedy. And they have been filming in London 
since mm. December. Okay. Oh. The production hasn't gone smoothly at all. As a matter of fact, Jamie Foxx fired an executive producer, two directors, and even his own driver, making himself pretty unpopular in the process. There have been some issues on set. Jamie has had a major meltdown over it all. Sources close to Cameron Diaz have told a, a story that Cameron's been filming for several weeks. She was nervous before she arrived in London but, you know, she's excited, but basically she's away from her, her child. And with everything that's going on with Jamie Foxx, it's just not fun. I don't believe this story all right. at all. I think her husband and her daughter are with her in London. I don't think she would go away for three months. Her daughter's only three. Like, what do they have to do? Nothing. They can follow you. <laughs> oh, no, Lori, they've got school. They have homework <laughs> at three. Come on. There's... There's preschool. And I just think this is a story kind of made up out of thin air. Okay. Well, to, because this, she hasn't done a movie in so long. Okay. It makes it easy. It's, it's, I'm reading it in the San Jose Mercury News. I mean, not like in a flighty newspaper. Yeah, but it's all picked up I from know. a Daily Mail story. All right. So you don't believe that? I, I don't. I believe there might be... I believe they, Jamie Foxx might have blown up to some. I believe there might be some uh, production issues, but I don't believe that Cameron Diaz is um, already establishing she's never going to work again because I think her daughter and her husband are with her. All right, there you go. It's some swanky Mayfair hotel. All right, getting room service and not having to cook and clean every night. And laundry exactly. service. All right. Exactly. You're probably right, Laura. You're probably mm-hmm. right. Okay, what do you got? Okay. Here's one. Rupert Murdoch is engaged (laughs) to his fifth wife, and here's his quote. I dreaded falling in love, but I knew this would be my last chance. Isn't he like like 91? He's 92, and his bride-to-be is 66. And her name is Leslie Ann Miller, and I so thought it was like the Leslie Ann Miller movie star and TV star from the 70s. So I had to go look her up. Yeah, Um, Yeah. Yeah, Rupert, pretty sure this is going to be your last chance at love at 92. Apparently, he comes from a long-lived family, and he met her a month after Jerry Hall divorced him. Yep. At a party that he had. Yeah. Yeah. Of course. uh, Anyway, I dreaded falling in love, but I knew this would be my last chance. I thought that was funny. Words of encouragement. Isn't that funny? That is funny. How would you like to be described as that if Jeff said, I dreaded falling in love, but I knew Julia would be my last chance. Wouldn't that be horrible? I mean, it's such a, Wouldn't that be it's such a strange way to describe getting engaged. Yes. Yeah. I agree. Anyway, good for you, Rupert. Yep. Okay. Kendall Jenner, in an interview, she covers Vogue Italia. Here's the quote. There are times I don't want to be famous. Um, like I would agree with that a hundred percent. Like when, but, but I am. When she wants a reservation uh, at a place that's full. When she needs backstage pass, there's many benefits to it. So there are just certain times she'd like to go into a Target, I guess, and be anonymous. Yeah. Yeah. Well, uh, we're we're not going to play our tiny violins for you, uh, Kendall. <laughs> but I need to read the whole interview. I like her because she too. is kind of, to me, she seems the most grounded of all the And kids. she's dating Bad Bunny. I like that. I know. 
I know. That seems like a good um, bridge from yeah. her, uh, her basketball, basketball boyfriend player. who didn't want to get married. I know it. So, okay, so you know how you've been seeing pictures of Tristan Thompson and Chloe and their new baby mm-hmm. and Stormy. Um, then, you know, after everything, he's out touching young gals' asses this weekend. She, (laughs) my gosh, could somebody buy that girl some self-esteem? Oh, that's right. You can't do that. I mean, you wish you could because she's, she really is. I don't get it. I, the, the the fact, she is so beautiful. So, she really is. Why would what, what in right, as a man, if I was dating her, I wouldn't even talk to another woman. Right. I love, I'm sorry, I love but like if I could have her. I wouldn't even talk to my mother. Anymore. I wouldn't even talk to my Yeah, if she said, don't talk to your mom, <laughs> done. Love you, mom. But no, what are, what is she, why does she keep dating these guys? I, I don't know. I feel bad. I don't know. Maybe were they at a birthday party or something? Did she have to invite him? I mean, this is the thing. <laughs> good call, good call. She's always going to be stuck with him. You're right. True. You're True so that. right. Yeah. You know. Okay, here, I have one for you. I don't know how we missed this, um, or maybe we didn't, but you know that show, First We Feast, where they do the interviews in the hot wings? Yes, 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 yes. Yeah. Yeah. So Pedro Pascal was on like two weeks ago. Oh, no, we missed it. You could look it up, Grant, online. I will. And he was so funny. I watched it this morning, but here was the quote I wrote down. um, And he was just talking about... You know, they kind of go all over. They talk about food a little bit. Pedro said there was no place good in New York City to get Mexican food. And But here's the quote I wrote down. I didn't go to church. I was raised by HBO, Spielberg, and Prince. Well, it's not a bad quote. I love that. Little yeah. Minnesota at the end. Nice. Well, he was talking about his complete and utter joy for acting. Yes. And... He loves acting because he did. He was raised by HBO Spielberg and Prince. The song Purple Rain, he said to him, is the most perfect song ever written. And he can't ever listen to it without either feeling like he could cry or be really up. And so it was just, you know what I enjoyed? I enjoyed somebody talking about how much they love acting. Yeah. Instead of how tedious. Oh, 100%. <laughs> Good call. 100%. Way to look at it from the glass half full, for sure. He just, is there anybody who we've fallen more in love with this year than Pedro? <sighs> you know, Not- him and Keanu Reeves has, has been our guy for a long time, but I don't think anybody. How about you, Julia? No. No, I I think he is the bomb. Everywhere, mm-hmm. I mean, he stretches all realms. Except for Sam Claflin from Daisy Jones and the Six. I'm all caught up. Oh, my. <laughs> Are you loving it, Julia? Oh, my word. <laughs> mm-hmm. There's only been six episodes now. They thought, must have taken a week off. I think they did, Lori, because that... I was so depressed when it, I'm like, I'm ready for more. <laughs> They're trying to stretch it out for like maybe over a six week yeah, period I of guess. time. Mm-hmm. And um, I did, I do remember now what happens because I did read the book. Yeah, you did. Don't tell me. I'm not. Okay. I'm not. But let's just say that you kind of know because the book, like the show, starts with the Pro, you know, it starts with the end first. Yes, it does. Yeah. Okay. But you kind of forget that that first episode. You see the end. Yeah. And then they are okay. all reflecting back. Do you back, see her giving me the clues? 
She's giving me the clues. <laughs> She's winking at me. She's blinking and raising her hand. So if I want to go, no, I'm going to go back and watch the very beginning of the very first episode. Got it. Well, it's just one of the, that's an interesting story technique that uh, Taylor Jenkins read used in this book and she uses it also in the seven husbands of evelyn hugo oh yes she does you're right Mm -hmm. oh my gosh which we've never figured out when we're going to see that okay here's courtney love she wrote an op-ed in the guardian this weekend and she said this to the rock and roll hall of fame go to hell with your sexist gatekeeping all right she obviously mm-hmm. hasn't been uh, inducted. Well, no, she's just mad that like people like Cher, Cher and people, yeah. Shaka Khan. Yeah. And, yeah, I can see that. You know, that right. Jan Wenner, who started the Rock and Roll Hall of Fame, put himself in. Oh, <laughs> I love it. I love it. Oh, my so, gosh. Yeah, she, she used that as, a, as an example of their sexist gatekeeping. I get it. I get it. All right, quick break. We'll be right back. Mm -hmm. This is Lori and Julia on My Talk 1071.